Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to part two of the Pioneer League first half in review. This is the Gram Slam podcast. I am your host, Brandon Anderson, and I am recording this episode less than about 24 hours prior to yesterday's episode, episode five. Uh, to kind of give an update, if you did not see the Instagram post and you're just listening to this, um, with a live looking at the Vibes game last night, the Vibes did end up losing 13-6. to um, Unfortunately, as I was uh, stating in that podcast last night, between the 5th and 7th inning, the Vibes fall apart, and that's exactly what happened last night. Um, so on today's episode, I wanted to go ahead and go through more of the Pioneer League's actual stats Overall, for the league, not just the Rocky Mountain Vibes, these lists that I've compiled basically show the teams that won the most games, clinched their playoff spot, the Ogden Raptors, Missoula, uh, Paddleheads. Those teams essentially have leaders um, across the league. So it's an interesting amount of data that really shows why those teams are number one. So let's go ahead and get uh, right on into it. So the top five batters, I'm going to place this in the top five, count down from number five down to number one. This is, again, for the first half of the Pioneer League season. Number five is number nine, Zachary Almond with the Missoula Paddleheads. He averaged uh, .387. Games played, 47. At-bats, 168. Runs, 41. Hit, 65. Home runs, 13. RBA, RBIs, 48. Number four is number 17, Matt Feinstein for the Idaho Falls Chuckers. His average was .397. Games played 47, at bats 148, or 184, apologize. Runs 65, hits 73, home runs 10, RBIs 65. Number three on the list is number 21, Webb Little, Idaho Falls Chuckers. Average .397, games played 46, at bats 204. Runs, 63. Hits, 81. Home runs, 9. RBIs, 68. Number 2 is number 14, Josh Broton. I believe that's how you pronounce his name, with the Ogden Raptors. His average was .429. Games played, 42. At-bats, 170. Runs, 46. Hits, 73. Home runs, 10. RBIs, 51. And number one. This guy is massive. I've seen him play a few times when the Ogden Raptors were in town here in Colorado Springs. This guy is a beast. He is he's tall. He has a huge structure. He is... I, I don't know how the guy doesn't have more home runs. Um, but it, it's number 44, David... Mawberry with the Ogden Raptors. His average is .479. Games played 39. At-bats 144. Runs 
37, hits 69, home runs 7, RBIs 47. David Mawberry, he has a good contention of going places um, just based off watching him. He's He does get walked a lot. I did notice that essentially when they were here. He was often getting walked. I think a lot of pitchers are scared of him essentially. Um, so let's move on to pitching. Uh, pitching, number three on the list. This is the top three in pitching. Number three is number six, Austin Dubus, Dubusky, Dubusky, Idaho Falls Chuckers, games 11, uh, games saved 11, completed games 1, innings pitched 59.2, wins 7, losses 1, strikeouts 51, base on balls 23, ERA 4.98. Now if it wasn't for his ERA on this list... He would have been the number one pitcher. He has some of the best stats out of all these pitchers I'm listing here out of the top three. Um, other than the ERA, I think that's what essentially made him number three. Otherwise, he should be number one based on those stats. So number two on the list is number 19, Ari Kaufman with the Great Falls Voyagers. Games played, 10. Uh, games saved, 7. Games completed, 0. Innings pitched, 49. Wins, 4. Losses, 1. Strikeouts, 43. Base on balls, 18. ERA of 4.59. And then number 1 on the list is number 16, Matt Dallas with the Boise Boise Hawks. Games played, 11. Games saved, 8. Games completed or completed games, 0. Innings pitched, 52. Wins, 5. Losses, 2. Strikeouts, 64. Base on balls, 28. ERA of 4.50. That's what brings him to the number one spot in pitching throughout the league for the first half. Now, when you look at uh, bat leaders, um, this kind of shows a little bit of why some of these teams were essentially or the team um, was essentially the number one in the South Division. And then, of course, you had uh, Idaho Falls in second place. It was right behind the Missoula Paddleheads. So batting leaders, you have uh, the best average is David Mawberry, Ogden Raptors. Home runs is Jacob Goldfarb with the Ogden Raptors. And RBIs is Webb Little with the Idaho Falls Chuckers. The pitching leaders is wins Austin Dubusky, Dubsky, Idaho Falls Chuckers. He had seven wins. Uh, Strikeouts, Matt Dallas with the Boise Hawks, 64. ERA, Matt Dallas, Boise Hawks. Now, what's interesting about that is the Boise Hawks were not that great of a team during the first half, uh, coming in, I believe, third place in the uh, Pioneer South Division, right ahead of the uh, Rocky Mountain Vibes. And to go back really quick to the batting leaders, I did not include a number. So David Mawberry had .479 as his average. Uh, Jacob Goldfarb has 15 home runs. And Webb Little has 68 RBIs. These are all making them pretty high up on that uh, 
list essentially for the league. So when we look back at the first half, we know that the Missoula Paddleheads and the Ogden Raptors clinched the first half playoff spots. Uh, Missoula Paddleheads won 35 of 13 games. Ogden Raptors 29 of 19. So I'll go over the standings as I've posted these on Instagram and Facebook. But here they are for the review. So Missoula Paddleheads in the North Division got 35 and 13. Idaho Falls Chuckers 34 wins, 14 losses. Great Falls Voyagers 19 and 29. Billings Mustangs got 18 and 30. And we move over to the South Division. You have the Ogden Raptors at 29 and 19. Grand Junction Rockies 26-21, Boise Hawks 20-28, and of course Rocky Mountain Vibes 10-37, um, becoming the worst team in the league overall for the year, which we've talked about on this podcast prior to today, um, and then also have talked about different things that need to be improved to essentially achieve what any team is looking to do and that's become a playoff contender get a playoff spot for that second half and essentially win a championship uh now of course last baseball season 2019 monclova um actually won their world series type game um so they have potential of having these new and upcoming players, rookies, whatever you want to call them, to make a difference and to really shine in the second half and show what they have. Past two games have not shown that in the second half, but I think a lot of the talk we talked about yesterday of fans even think this team is better than what these scores are making them out to be. Uh, There's a lot of connection between the players and staff. And I I really think, or coaching staff, and I really think that we have a team sitting here on paper, um, looks amazing, and it's just not coming through, again, between those innings of the 5th and 7th. If you can get through those, hypothetically speaking, as the Rocky Mountain Vibes team, you are more likely to win games, especially holding a lead during those times and not giving up the lead in the long run. So we look forward to that. I will have an episode uh, coming up later this week on a preview of the second half, my predictions for the second half, and really what we're looking for when it comes to the Rocky Mountain vibes and really improving to that sweet spot of number one or number two, depending on... Who gets number one? If the Raptors take number one again in the South Division, it automatically defaults to the number two team from my understanding. So we could also get a playoff spot that way as well. So thank you again. This is another just short episode, 11 minutes, 12 minutes or whatnot, uh, to kind of give you a part two of the first half in review. I will have some, again, more episodes later this week. And I am still working on the special edition podcast of the movie review of The Curse of La Elrona, 
um, that'll be done later this week, hopefully as well. So there's a lot planned in the next week for some episodes um, pending. Like I said yesterday, I do not go on a fire assignment. Um, I will have episodes six and seven up this week, and then hopefully get back on track with a weekly um, recording or whatnot. And like I said, if if time goes on, I'm hoping that the vibes can reach out to me or we can uh, collab and try to get a player interview. Would be very interested in speaking with uh, Jacob Barfield, uh, the newcomer, Mike Unknown. Uh, these guys are obviously busy as can be with the season, but it'd be great if we could get a little short interview with them and kind of get their perspective of the team, the season, and what they are looking forward to. Um, along with, I know uh, some of the Vibe staff has their own podcasts. Um, like to do a collab with them as well. Again, hit me up if you're listening to this and kind of work out a schedule or something like that. It'd be great to have guests on here to kind of uh, have a more in-depth conversation about the Rocky Mountain vibes and what we are looking forward to in the second half. And then I'm going to run some fillers out there to try to see what I am going to do for the offseason. Um, as I spoke yesterday, it's a nine-month hiatus between the seasons i don't know how much we'll see in news during those times um but there's a lot to essentially could be able to talk about more going back to the history of baseball in Colorado springs along with some other things so again if you look forward to um this podcast let's get this growing go ahead and subscribe like it, rate it on your favorite podcast apps. Um, it is on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts currently, um, along with some others that will be uploaded shortly. Still working out some deals with that. And then we will go from there. So I appreciate everyone. And let's get some more wins out there, Rocky Mountain Vibes. And as the famous saying goes, let's get toasty. Have a good one, everyone.